Hello? Hello? Fuck. Hello? 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 Fuck? Fuck. Is it fuck or hello? What's happening? There's a sketch that the the, the comedy troupe at my school that was like the dude that made po- BoJack Horseman was one of the dudes in that comedy troupe, Hello. and uh, they did this dumbass sketch where like one of them was waking up and the phone was ringing and like the whole thing is just the dude picking up things off the floor that isn't a telephone and so it's like he's got a banana he's got a weight he's got the PlayStation he's got the like he just keeps picking up insane things that you would never pick up to see if it was a phone and he just picks it up and goes hello fuck oh. hello fuck oh. and that's the whole sketch oh hello <laughs> that's just, that sounds I uh, fucking I fucking hate comedy I don't think shit's funny that just sounds fucking stupid as shit hello. it was dumb but it it was dumb in a funny way. Like, it was dumb in, like, a... It was our college comedy troupe, and we were like, oh, they made a video, and it was 2004 or whatever. So I was like, all right, and I laughed. Dude, was watching... Because I knew the I started the guy, watching you know? uh, old videos of Kyle Mooney from SNL, only because uh, I had no idea. Dude's from San Diego. Uh-huh. So watching some of his old comedy shit was it's fucking hilarious, because it captures so much of that stuff. Was he like, like hello, San Diego? Was there any of that? No, like some of the skits, they actually, uh, one of them was like SoCal, like like a kind of um, like a news show for like bros and stuff, like SoCal bros. And apparently it was a skit that they had done back in the day. That shit was hilarious. Hello. In the stupid way. Because yeah. you're just like, oh my God. Because comedy is fucking stupid. Hello. Hello and welcome to Is It Worse Than 311, you fucking stupid music snobs. You probably like stand-up comedy, don't you? Urgh, everybody likes stand-up comedy except for me, R. Crow. I'm a fucking dickhead. I'm going to talk some shit here with my buddies Hatter and Robo. That's not their names, and we say their names, their regular names all the time, so why do we use the handles? I don't know. We fucking do it. Who gives a shit? This is my podcast. I don't give a shit. You don't give a shit. People say nobody's listening, so it doesn't fucking matter Anyways, fuck you. Guess what this is? Guess what this is? This is the end of the month roundup, and it's the month of January. Woohoo! This is the first time we're doing one of these for the whole month. Hello. Uh, where are we at? What's going on, guys? This is like day of. We're here. We're caught up. We're actually caught up. We are recording this the day that it is getting released. We did one of these before, and then there was like an in-between thing, so now we're here. We're doing it. No more living in the future, man. We Pretty much. Living in the present. Yeah, this is happening. We can talk about modern events that have happened yesterday. And it makes sense. And it totally would. Yeah, it totally would. <laughs> no more three-month-old Ted Cruz jokes <laughs> yeah, for us. Right. No, nope, that's the But fuck Ted Cruz. But he hasn't I even... Mean, there's oh, nothing always there, fuck yeah. Ted Cruz. He hasn't given us any reason to even say it lately. It's kind no, of boring. No, but still, I feel it should just be said anyway. Yeah, I mean, just take a look at a picture of the guy, and you're going to be like, fuck Ted Cruz. Fucking God. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, and, you know, like, fuck Matt Gates. He's a pedophile. So is Ted Nugent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, fuck Ted Nugent, too. David Bowie was a pedophile, too, but we'll talk about that later this year. We don't need to talk about that right now. <laughs> Ted Nugent's been in the news lately. That's the thing. As he's been in the news because he decided that um, uh, Bruce Springsteen is a commie because he supports uh, the Biden administration, who are also oh, commies. And I'm real confused by all these millionaire capitalists getting called commie. Yep. Doesn't I don't make- think they, that word doesn't mean what they think it means. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, it's what we call neo-McCarthyism. So anybody out there listening, uh, keep your eyes out for neo-McCarthyism spewing out of fucking idiots' mouths, and uh, don't buy any of that shit. Um, there's not very many communists, actually, in, in America. 
practicing communism or trying to establish communism. Um, well, at most, there's probably a true kind. True communism is like, <laughs> why would you want that? Like, I mean, it, theoretically, it could work, right? They write books yeah, about it on small scale. Supposedly, there <laughs> right. are, you know, yeah. Until you put a, yeah, doesn't matter. Well, uh, yep. Human nature. We can, we can do this however we want to, though, guys. It's brand new to us. We can do whatever we want. Like, I just started talking about stuff. Didn't matter. Didn't matter at all. I kind of <laughs> want to switch it up and, uh, instead of doing our, our main focus, let's, let's talk about what else came out. You know, let's talk about some other things first instead of after. We'll get to the main event. We'll do it. We'll get there. Are you going to go through the hors d'oeuvres first? Yeah. I, I really just wanted to talk about the new Kiefer Sutherland album. Bloor Street. God. <laughs> you, you it's to, bad. Of course it is. Who is I don't know what you expect. Like. So bad. Why A, why is it called Bloor Street? What Bloor? Who what is that? What I don't know. You say Bloor in my head I read Bloor. Bloor? I don't know why it's Bloor. I don't know. Either just like blue, like blew it. I don't know why I see that, but that's the way I hear it. But either way, Bloor or Bloor. I don't know how it's pronounced. You know that's that, just in my head how I pronounce it is Bloor. Well that's like I got a I got this Bloor. I got a theremin. I got a theremin the other day. And uh, oh, nice. and it's a a, a a moog or a moog or whatever. And moog is always for some reason what comes out of my mouth. When I see the name of that brand, the M O O G, but mm-hmm. I think it's Moog, but I just say it wrong because I'm. Ignorant. I pronounce it Moog in my head as well. Yeah, I don't I, use that word often enough. It. Yeah, uh, for it to be something that I'm like, this is definitely how it's pronounced. Regular, in my <laughs> right. regular uh, speech, it's, but... I, it's not an English word, right? It's probably uh, like, not an English word. Like so Swedish or some shit. I don't fucking. Yeah, know. from some Scandinavian country or some like you know. Like something from like the Austria, Austria Prussian type of thing, you know, like Empire. Of the I, I have late- no, the, you know, the other thing, I think I watched a, I'm, sh- I'm certain that I watched a documentary like a few years back about the company and the synthesizers and all that. And, uh, I, 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 I assume they would have said it, but you know, I got the theremin and I was talking to people about it and like multiple people were like, I don't think it's Moog. I think it's Moog. And then somebody told me that they, they said that they, uh, don't think there's an actual invented in New York. No, I don't think I don't think there's an actual right way somebody told me to say it. Like it could be either or. Well, it's the dude's name and Well then it's gotta have a, a way to what's it say? What's it say? You're looking it up, obviously. Uh Arthur Moog. Like it doesn't actually say there's specific, no specific, but <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it says it but says it's from, that, he's uh, from New York, so on 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 the internet, I just asked it to pronounce it, and it says it's pronounced M O W G, so Moog. 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 you say. Mogwai. So I got a Moog synthesizer, but that's not my point. I wanted to talk about Blowar Street. But Kiefer Sutherland. Don't give me that look, Robert. I see that when I said Blowar. Oh, I don't know. No, Blorg? You're, you're right. Blor? Blorg? 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 It's shit. Why did he wait? Why, who the fuck wants a Keith or Sutherland album? What the fuck is that? You know, there's famous uh, actors and comedians that are actually pretty good at instruments. Like, uh, I feel like, what's his name? He was the jerk and he was. Oh, and Banjo. 
Yeah, he's like actually oh, Steve really Martin's good at amazing the band. band yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, for me, not having heard the uh, the first album that this man released, and knowing that rich people have the time to learn skills that other poorer people don't have necessarily the same amount of time or money to put into it, my assumption is that perhaps he knows the right people to help produce a good album, right? Like, you know, people who know people, like. He's closer to Beck than I am, right? So, like, he knows someone that could produce an album for him, make some interesting music. So, in my head, it's always interesting when some jerk is like, I'm rich, I'm going to make an album. And, like, when it bombs horribly, like, this one is terrible, it makes me (laughs) pretty happy. But also, you know, there's a part of me that's like, maybe it will be really good because this guy knows somebody. And, of course, it was. No, but even even if you, like... No, it's terrible. You know they're fucking walking around high-fiving everybody. Like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever it's it's like for me it's like where the fuck did this come from Kiefer you know Kiefer Sutherland's been famous for decades and decades and decades he could have made this at the turn of the century and I would have been like well okay I guess and he has made previous stuff just not not that much it's not like fucking like like you're saying yeah the, the other famous people do it but like you know like Fred Armisen that guy's legitimately oh, yeah. a, a, a musician that guy can mm-hmm. fucking play and he happens to be a comedian and a writer also and he got famous for that but that guy can play or um uh, uh is it justin long jason schwartzman is a pretty That's good drummer He's, jason he schwartzman was on also. Uh, phantom planet they, right. they made some pretty decent music but that's like, yeah. you know, those those kind of guys, like, I expect that from. You were doing that before you got famous as an actor or whatever. And Kiefer is just like this child star tragedy that some I play guitar. Like, <laughs> like, I've never seen Like, nobody told me that Kiefer Sutherland was making music. Then I hear it, and it literally sounds like... Like some like granddad down at a fucking microbrewery that like just happened to know somebody who was like, oh, you play guitar? We got a spot on Wednesday where we could really use some music, some live music. We're driving this place up. <laughs> you know, like, fuck that. Fuck you, Kiefer it, Sutherland. It sounds like pop country music from like the late. 1970s early 1980s probably more like the 80s but did you like, were you the like one that stuck... called it lilith fair you see called it like yeah 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 i did like he was I, trying I to mean... make lilith fair music but for like modern dads but yeah but for the <laughs> for completely like, wrong group and just and like it's not good like so there's plenty of lilith fair musicians that were are talented and, and interesting music and good to listen to but his lyrics are also really childish they're like super simple and they rhyme they rhyme like someone who just discovered poetry or rap music or like or like verse basically like how to write verse like you know it's like i used to grow uh, grow up on bluer street but now i don't know more street like it's like stop dude like you are not a blues musician you're super rich too like you have time to read and maybe learn some words it's like super simple and just childish and i was just i was it was so bad it was shocking like i didn't think it could be i thought someone in his circle would say to him Kiefer, maybe this isn't a good idea, but I guess rich people have the yes mentality, right? They surround themselves with people who are going to make them feel good, and if you feel good, no one's telling you no, right? It's the general in the room. He literally got other musicians to come and play with him, you know, and like form a band. He probably paid well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This seems to me like, I don't know if Kiefer Sutherland is married or whatever. I really don't care. But it does seem to me like the kind of thing that somebody in their 50s or 60s who suddenly found themselves single and was like desperate not to be single would write this kind of stuff in order to go pick up 50 and 60 year olds at a bar. Oh, yeah, man. They're so desperate. It's so awesome. 
It's great. It's sweet. Uh, fuck <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. I didn't want to spend that much time on that. You know what else I want to say? Fuck yeah. though. Fuck. Fuck the weekend's Dawn FM. That's another <laughs> album that oh, came yeah. out this that month. Yeah. Don't give so, a shit oh, about you. it. Uh, stop jocking the whole fucking like '80s electronic sound just to me. But not even good. Yeah, what do they call? Is it chill wave? Is it what is it? Vapor retro wave. wave waves. Vapor wave. There's, there's vapor, vapor wave, wave and chill. There is chill Ret- wave too. Retro chill wave a little different than that. Yeah, retro exactly wave that. is the one that like specifically sounds like the '80s shit. Fucking. Oh, well, vapor wave goes. Vapor in there, wave is usually a, slowed down. It's, it's a lot slower like, down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's supposed to be like spacey, kind of like yep. warbly type. But of you shit. still kind of have those influences very yeah, much, like the very weekend. much. I think Vapor was a little more. This album was 90s, reviewed but... incredibly well. It is like because like people don't know shit. Out of 100 at Metacritic, Dude, I'm I'm saying that by critics though, like critics who listen to music like this album for what it is. Critics it's who like, listen ex- to that music. It's accessible. <laughs> well, no, because everyone is going to touch on that album because it's fucking yeah, the weekend. Like, the weekend. I mean, what the one of the week, weekend's first albums was like critically acclaimed by Pitchfork. Like everyone is listening to the weekend. I know. I know that the Pitchfork is MSM Garbage. or whatever. I don't care. They're still the indie MSM. Like yeah, yeah. they probably covered the weekend and gave him a seventy-eight or some shit, which really, in the grand scheme of things, isn't bad, right? Like, right. I mean, the album was fine. Like, I didn't hate the thing, but like when I went and I listened did. to some other stuff that you like, were like, "Oh, what about this?" And I was like, "I haven't." I mean, I listen. I love Com Trues, which is like in the neighborhood of that uh, kind of music. I agree. But also, people people say that Com Trues is sort of pandery and like is this certain type of style but like also if you like that kind of music that's what you're looking for right like um i, I think what needs to be expressed though instead of just talking shit about this is that this seems like almost the follow up to the previous weekend album which uh-huh. jocked all that 80s 90s cheap electronic sound Again, and tried not to, very well right but this album seems like a tired reattempt the songs just don't hit as well. The songs kind of get to the point where like halfway through them, you're like, oh, this is still happening. And it's just uh-huh. not doing anything and boring the shit out of me. Um, and they, he lost his like, they, like, uh, I remember I, I, The Weeknd was one of those uh, guys that I remember some people I worked with like, dude, why do you not like this guy? Like, especially his early shit. Like there was a, like a lot of drug references and, and uh, a lot more like coming from somewhere in his lyrics and everybody kept going like, and you know, I heard a lot of him. It just, I never really dug him like that, his music, but I like, couldn't get into it. Yeah. I, it just didn't vibe with me, but regardless of that, like at least him. from lyrically, there felt like at least some kind of coming from somewhere. Whereas like, like at least the last two are just complete garbage. Like so, pop, like pop pandering. Yeah. To it's just straight up pandering to like in that. Oh, Oh, I made a shit ton with people with that blinding light song. So let's go with that. I, he, I think that a lot of his his songs have a tendency. This album, I think, reeked of it, and it's why I didn't think it was as successful as an album as some of his other work, is because every single song reminded me of a better artist song. Like I just kept thinking of another track, like. Like two or three tracks, I'm like, oh, it's a Justice song not done as well. Oh, it's a Kavinsky, that Kavinsky song from Drive that's really good. Oh, it's a Daft Punk style song. Like it was a bunch of like disco retro 80s synth shit that almost sounded like it was almost like it's like the difference between doon, 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 ding. Like it's the difference between that and some of the songs. It feels like 
you're, 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 he was just rehashing other people's work. And this album just reeked of it. Some of his other albums, like, definitely sound like some of the, like, real big 80s, like, uh, soul R&B dudes. And, like, I, they don't bite as hard, but this bites so hard. And that's part of the reason I think it failed. But, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck that shit. Let's talk about something good. Earl Sweatshirt, sick. Earl Sweatshirt mm. dropped a new album. EP. Mm. I'd say it's more like EP territory. And it's uh, decent. I think it's decent. I think it's worth checking out if you like Earl Sweatshirt. It's really good. And it's got uh, amazing production. Those like like old R&B pull lines and like, oh, it's it's good. And like, hey, I feel like he has some decent guests on there too. Sloopers? Like, it was a- it, yeah, it fucking, was a good uh, listen. Arm and Hammer, like my favorites, yeah. like my fucking Dude. favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a great listen. And it's easy, too. It's 25 minutes, right? 30 minutes. Yeah. It's over. But it's like every song hits. Well, and it's good. it's a theme that he's been going with uh, after like kind of disappearing for a second. After the uh, I don't like shit, I don't go outside. All of his albums have been kind of shorter. And they've all kind of sounded like just somebody with turntables plugged into a tape you know like hitting a loop with some turntables and then fucking recording it real shitty and then handing it to him and him being like yeah that's it right there that's got a vibe i'll spit on that real simple just like that is hip-hop it is fucking pure hip-hop so good i love it (laughs) um well let's 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 skim through these real quick here with the rest of them ms moore wits end I love that. It's not great, but I fucking love it. The first track, it's like two sides, obviously. It's like two sides of a record. And the first track is just like, oh, when the guitars come in, it's like he's talking about, I don't even know what he's talking about, some depressing, some de- real depressing shit. And then like the guitars hit and oh, it's just dirty. You is just he feel- talking or is it a sample of someone I don't know. talking? No, it I sounded don't. like a it sounded like a sample of somebody to me, like not the band itself. Because then they get they don't they they sort of they sort of scream, don't they? Yeah, they, they sort of. It's are... not it's not a great. The scream is actually the part that for me that was like, oh, this is not uh, quite the level that I would hope for, but it's pretty fucking good. Uh, the second track's unnecessary. It's just spacey noise, but I like the second track. That was my favorite part about it. That's I cool. like that spacey drone nonsense. That shit was my point. On sure, point. Sure. I was like, whoa, this is out of left field a little bit. Uh, speaking of Spacey Drone, Richard Skelton put out the Gidonian Hand. Just it, That's it. It's just Spacey Atmosphere shit. It's fine. It's great. I like Richard Skelton. Go check that out. Uh, Boy Harsher released the Runner soundtrack. I don't know what the Runner is. I know what Boy Harsher is, and I suggest listening to it if you want some gothy, actual, like, sort of 80s sounding. I think this is technically Dark Wave, but I, I, don't, I don't know because that, like... Weird territory shit. Sometimes dark wave sounds like video game music, and sometimes it's goths. You just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's eighties <laughs> music. Sometimes it's from like two thousand twenty. I don't fucking know. It's confusing. You people got to fucking figure shit out. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Viagra Boys. I just got to mention this because I love Viagra Boys. I'll, I'll, I'll support Viagra Boys to the bitter end. Uh, put out their deluxe edition of Welfare Jazz, which is just their album from last year that I really wanted to put on our top 10 and really couldn't justify it in any way, shape, or form, but it's a good album. Uh, and uh, it has some songs, okay? Maybe it's not a good album. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. That's my opinion. But this is just <laughs> has a couple extra, like, 
it's obvious why these were taken off of the album songs and a couple remixes at the end. It doesn't matter. But go listen to Viagra Boys. Support the Viagra Boys. It's great. Uh, and also, Robert uh, is featured on the cover of the new Eels album. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's called like Extreme. Hands to face and everything, like a gas. <gasps> Extreme Witchcraft is the name of the album. I uh, so good. It just came out, so I didn't really get a chance to really listen to it. But I'll tell you this. What I did with the skim through, if you really miss 90s, early 2000s Beck, holy crap, you're going to love this album. I would assume. I mean, from what I heard, it sounds it sounds like uh, the Eels have always had that. Hmm. These guys want to be Beck. Does Beck want to be these guys type of thing? And they all they came out at the same time. Um Anybody that doesn't know the band, the the lead singer E or or Mark Everett, he also puts out like solo stuff. Sometimes the solo stuff is considered eels. He's very open about his uh, uh, fight with depression. Uh, he's had you know horrible losses and suicides in his life and stuff. So some people would almost say that this is more like the uh, heartfelt or the real artistic style of Beck, the, the the alternative to Beck being the Eels, who are only known really for Novocaine for the Soul from like 1994. Well, they also have that song from like Road Trip that was featured. They got like, things. They definitely. Yeah, they, what was the Road Trip song? Tracks. What was the Road so, Trip song? Do you remember? Beautiful something. If I recall. Beautiful Freak. Uh, Maybe it's it probably that one because that was another single off their first album. My one of my favorite songs by theirs. Their first three albums, I think, are are pretty decent, but um, nothing like crazy good. But they're they're decent. Uh, they have a song called "Motherfucker," where uh, it's just like a piano song. There's it's a motherfucker living here without you. But if you bought it at Walmart, it was censored. And so instead of saying it's a motherfucker, just singing normal and you might even miss it. Like you like seriously, the uncensored version, you could miss the lyric. Ah. But they censored it. Mysteries what? Beautiful eyes. Ah, cool. Uh fucking they censor that song. And so instead of you being able to just like listen past the word motherfucker, it's it's a and then a CB radio sounding voice comes on, it's like monster trucker. (laughs) It's like Ugh. glaringly obvious what happens so they just like draw all the attention right to the curse word and it's fantastic uh, one of my favorite censors ever I'm, I uh, do kind of miss the creativity when they went in for censoring especially like on rap songs where it was just like <laughs> constant and it's just like how are you going to do this and it was the most creative thing at times uh, my favorite is a uh, ween using prince's ah, i can't make the you know i can't i can't do it i can't hit those prince notes but the weird prince squeak to censor themselves in their video for uh push the little daisies <laughs> it's good just all of a sudden they're prince very ween ween picking prince to to censor themselves is just fucking spot on in character well, they do <laughs> they have that whole track yeah, they cover they cover Prince. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the liner notes, Prince gonna sue us, y'all. That shit's great. <laughs> they wanted to be Prince. What the fuck do you want? All right, so that's technically the roundup part. We rounded we rounded it all off. Uh, I want to mention what? one other one that I listened what to I today. 
It's called Maya Schenfeld. Her name is Maya Schenfeld. She's a Berlin-based electronic artist. Why didn't you send this to of, me? I just I just found it today, and it you was, didn't I didn't send think, it to me. Yeah, because I figured you were asleep, brother. Yeah, I listened, well, I wake I, up and I check my messages. I listened to it an hour ago, so I I uh, I apologize I didn't send it your way, but I came I, across I did the this, same thing with eels. I get it. I came across this album on uh, on one of the websites, and I was like, I'll check this out. It sounds interesting. If, if you're Berlin-based, I assume you're an electronic artist. And I was right. She was an electronic <laughs> artist. But it's like uh, minimalist electronic music. It's like 30 minutes long. I want that. She's Send got, that to me. I'll send it to you. It's 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 it was really beautiful. It's pretty. It's atmospheric. I mean, it's not like the best electronic album I've ever heard, but worth taking a listen. It's called In Free Fall by Maya Shenfeld. I'll post it to the group chat. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight, 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 tight. Okay. <laughs> Fuck this. Well, that's all that all that other stuff. Really not important. Really not. <laughs> this month. <coughs> the only thing that really came out that we want to talk about is Boris. Fucking Boris put out a new fucking album, and it is not worth all of that aggression that I just put into my voice. It's really not. It's chill. I should, uh, Boris. It's the chillest Bor- Boris, Boris album it's, ever. It's Boris. It's, <laughs> yeah. And uh, next on uh, Publicly Funded NPR. Radio, we have um, <laughs> yeah. the new track by uh, Boris off of their album uh, W. Let's take a listen. There will be no listening. I was, that's just me doing my NPR voice. That was beautiful. Um, I feel like there should have just been a little sub-caption saying, and then light jazz starts. Yeah. <laughs> should, I, should I put some light jazz in there when I when I edit this for the for streaming? Uh, Boris W. This is a follow-up to last year's album, No. So now it's Now, I think. I think that's the joke. I think that's the play. That's oh, it sucks, wow. right? That's LOL. terrible. Because it's all I, caps N-O. I forgot yep. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Um, this album, it, I, 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 what I find interesting is, and why it, it the, the W is relevant to some degree, is that it does relate back to the other album. The other album ends with, so this, this, this album, this, I got let's just go back for a second. This album is another Boris album that is specifically, Sung by guitarist Wada, Wada, Wate. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. Uh, I should have looked it up. Uh, there aren't many of those, and they, they've mostly happened after the turn of the century for the band. So that's uh, uh, interesting to point out. It's like the third or fourth one they've done, where it's specifically all her singing, and this is one of their definitely laid back albums. Uh, I'd say probably since like flood i can't even like they've done a couple other albums like this but this is definitely another uh, another attempt at a more atmospheric laid back less aggressive almost definitely but like there's still some sounds in there that are like dissonant and challenging and not for everybody um super cool it's super cool the more i listened to it the more i liked it no, I, I had it playing a few times, and I think the last time I was doing stuff, and it was very much, much appreciated as I was doing it. So, well, it's easy it to some, ignore. It's just it's there, like, but it's like uh, in a good way. Like, there's you know things that are there where I have to drown out goddamn fucking Disney songs all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> the fact. 
that there could be music playing while I'm doing things that are enjoyable is always a huge plus that I'm not like hyper focused on, you know, something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Robert. Uh, I love this album. I thought it was great. Um, I think that in, I, I, I so I, I listened to it a number of times, like the first three tracks, cause I have this tendency where like, if I don't have enough time, I'll just play it from the beginning. And then I was like, I need to listen to this whole album, but because I listened to it three times, the first three or four tracks, I kept listening to the, I want to go to the side uh, where you came from or whatever the first track. And <laughs> I want to, I want to lived in my head all week. And I was like real happy about it. And I, I actually, that vocal line feels like the through line for the whole album. It's this sort of like angelic, but also slightly off and creepy, you know, vocal line that's just like creeping through the back of the song. And like all the songs well, are just like buzzing and they're also, like with that. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but because it's it's literally it's very, very relevant. The fucking vocals in that have a delay on it or there's like an electronic like repeating. So they'll be saying things and all of a sudden it'll change. And like you'll hear it for it. You'll be like, yeah, I think it's saying that. And then like you're like, wait, it's like. They switched it up and I don't know exactly what you're fucking like. And like multiple times while listening to that song, I would hear the lyrics and then I'd look at the title just to see like, is that the title? Like, what are they saying? What is this song? <laughs> what is this song about? Why is it so creepy? It's, it's really good though. Like it's all really melodic and, and it all feels like in a major key. So it feels like upbeat and happy. There's like a happiness to it, even though it's like, like grimy and, and like buzzing and there's like all this fuzz and there's like that's, things happening in the background that are just m messy and muddy. No, that That's also the one where, where I feel like they, they, the fading in of this, like, like what I was saying was tension, uh, or just like, like, uh, slightly off you know it's just yeah. like and it's like oh is this gonna go is this whole thing just gonna tear apart and just be like metal at any second and they're like no but nope. maybe <laughs> well <laughs> we're gonna get to the fallen but you know that's about it <laughs> uh and i realized at the end re-listening to it also that uh old projector has some metal to it as well and i like old that old projector literally has a song from no that comes in the song Zerkalo, the the like uh guitar refrain from it is what comes in at the end oh the okay heavy, heavy all right so they're calling back the other album and like giving you that it's like a quick buzz of like metal but what what one of the striking things that they made a decision to do on this album which i was like to me powerful and that it continued sort of the feeling of uh, discomfort even though it feels nice like I like the music and it makes me happy in a way but like there's still like something wrong here is like every single song ends just ends there's no just it ends. doesn't like and like the last track is almost so quiet that if you don't turn up the, the volume loud enough you can't hear it like it's so far away like they made these weird decisions like the end of old projector just cuts off like it just it's in the middle of something and it's like nope and then there's silence and then it's another track. Like I like that decision that they did that on most of their tracks because really if they hadn't done that, it would have felt more like one piece, you know, like it would have felt much more continuous, but they wanted you to sort of st step in and out of moments. Yeah. And I think that that's how they did that successfully. Well, the hard so, cutoffs happen after the first song it happens, but there's like yep. a little, if you listen, if you turn it way up, 
It's not dead silence. It goes, there's like a little mm. thing happening there. It's like a little, and I think one of, that's actually part of another song, but I couldn't figure out which. Like, I didn't have enough time to figure out because this band does this. This is a thing that, uh, Robert, you were there for the Boris dive. Yeah, right? yeah. Perry, you I think were. it was me and you. Yeah. Uh, that's like they when they released the second Heavy Rocks album along with New Album and Your Attention, Please, which is also one of the Wada Sung uh, albums. They they all had like songs. They had remakes of the certain songs. They had different versions. They had like parts of songs that echoed back. Was they that Smile? That... You're saying Smile? Uh, they did it. <sighs> smile I feel like there are just... two versions of Smile. There are two versions of Smile, but Smile doesn't have too much that relates back to other things. Where I'm talking okay. about the, I think that was after Smile or just before Smile, where they did the three that came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and they also had one before that that was similar to this album in the fact that No, the album No was very hardcore, very, very hardcore, very much like hardcore punk, crust punk, uh, all that type of like faster stuff, which is not necessarily Boris's go to. That was a, a, a focus on the album No. Uh, going back to, I believe the album's Noise and oh, God, I can't remember the other one. It's a two part thing, though, um, where the album's relate to each other they exist at the same time it's a kid a amnesiac situation you know what i mean okay i got uh, you and, and that's what uh, this is interesting because it's another one of those that harkens back to other things and i think that dead stop was purposely done so that you could hear that thing and then when you get to the dead stop on old projector i think that might just that's might just be like a really good end to side a but i'm not sure it's in the right place i'd have to get the vinyl i'd have to know Okay. Because there, there's two big cutoffs. There's two big ones where it's just like, it's going, and then it's just done. Well, an old projector is the end of the album. Like, old projector leads into that weird last track that's like... Oh, is that it? Emptiness yeah. in the beginning and end of the minute and 26 seconds, but like, just now listening to it closer, like, I couldn't hear it at... Like, I was listening to it in the car, and I could not hear it hardly at all. Like, it, the, the sound quality and volume just drops off on that last minute and a half. Of the album, which oh, is yeah, right after Old Oh, there's one more after. I guess The Fallen is probably the one where the, the side ends. Probably, maybe, yeah. That's the metal one. That's the yeah. one that's like... Well, I don't know. Either way, I, I feel like my point being that those cutoffs are there for a reason. Oh, and absolutely. I, I think it's to tie it to something else. Well, yeah, they don't... Okay. They, they and, and not, like... They definitely feel like just to make it weird. thought out, yeah. Yeah. I got the sense that it was all very particular and a very like thoughtful decision. So yeah, it works great. It works amazingly. I thought it was a good Boris album. Like, I mean, th- th- this is the thing is they've changed over time. They've become, they've always been sort of artsy, you know, like they've been sort of art, rock, art, metal, art shit. Like they liked, and I mean, they fuck with Mersbo. That shit is like almost unlistenable unless you like really are into music, you know, like they do, they do certain things that first, their very first <laughs> album is like, Holy shit, what is this? I mean, they, they've done a lot of things over time, but I like that they can still make something in the world. It's not pop music, right? But, like, there's still some sort of pop sensibility to it. It's like like glowing, bright Japanese pop music is, like, something that I feel like still probably influences them. And then they fucking shred that shit up and make it into this weird art piece, which I enjoy 
immensely. And this album was like really pleasurable to listen through multiple times. Like after listening to it a few more times, I was like, this album is tight. Like well done, well thought out and just has a really good mood. And the metal track in the middle feels like it belongs because they built up to it. It's almost like to me, it's two pieces of a post-rock album. It could be like F sharp, A sharp or something, you know, like it's, it's, it's a long form piece of, of art that could just be a long post-rock drone album, which I enjoyed. I thought it was well done. Like, like if you wanted to, you could draw it as almost like a mountain where the peak, where it like Mm -hmm. builds up to the peak of the fallen. And then there, maybe there's another little tiny peak at the, at the end there with old projector hearkening back to, but the, Old Projector, the the song that it goes back to from No is so sludgy and slow. It's metal, but it's like sludge metal, you know? And that stuff is like almost just like listening to the vibrations of a guitar amp. Like is half the point, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. listen to this thing rattle and fucking hum. Uh, so it it's not quite the same. So the thing is almost shaped like, like a big mountain. You go up and then it, you slowly go down it's really neat the, gra- the artwork on the cover is so disturbing it's like intestines like coiled <laughs> yeah, intestines like, or like or like eels. like the eels snakes or some kind of yeah but it's like it's wet right it's like mm-hmm. it's like slippery you can tell it's slippery from like the light reflecting off it. it's like black tubes like either it's full of shit or leeches or, some type of shit yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah leeches. it's grotesque but, but it's like, also like fits the album it's almost like they're like robotic eels type of thing because it kind of has that look of like fake fakeness to it you know what i'm yeah. saying the like gloss and glow of the light is really interesting and it's well, like it just almost, makes it it's feel like, like... <laughs> it's black and it's washed you know like it, it's like what like that's the that, that it looks gray almost and white at times but it's clearly like a black color that's been like washed by like a bright light i don't know i think it's cool i think that cover art's disturbing yeah it makes it I, feel like you're in like a big bright like lab like looking at it with the uh yeah the way the lights are where it's very just like you said very bright which i can only feel like in some kind of lab setting which makes it even more disturbing if you will it's grotesque and worm-like mm-hmm. it's very I, grotesque i only wish that it related back to no just a little more obviously because it is obvious that it's supposed to but there's such different albums that like when i see that cover art i'm like yeah this is cool what is this i'm getting into this but then you show me the cover art for no and i'm like yeah what is that your punk band and they don't relate to each other you know what i mean like i kind of wish there was between the visual and the audio i wish there was just a little more connecting the whole thing that's fair Uh, with with that idea in mind, uh, I like both albums though really a lot. Some of my favorite Boris actually, I think. Now that I think of like this is like probably some of my favorite Boris because you can't. I can put on Flood. Flood's like the most post rock thing they ever made. I can sit through that right, no problem. Some people might not want to. I think that uh, this would be a little more accessible, and that Boris has been making things that are a little more accessible to people that might not listen to the core early Boris stuff or the Merz. I mean, they made new album though. That shit was like electro rock almost. That's about the point where it starts happening. That's where it's glaringly obvious. Yeah. That album's weird. 
I'd I like suggest, that album. Yeah, I'd suggest listening to it. Yeah. It's fine. I I suggest listening to all Boris. Yeah. All of it. I recommend listening to the other smile, not the one you listen to, the one with the yellow heart. That one's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese release of Smile oh, is crazy. So- good it's so fucking good it's oh, fucking nuts that album's fucking off the hook Dude, so weird Boris. so I, good. I, it's the this is the thing it's like you know in the in the grand scheme of boris there's a bunch of boris that's probably better than this maybe but realistically like in terms of growth for a band this seems like a natural conclusion it also seems like another experiment it seems like they're like i don't care what i'm gonna do on the next album or that i don't care that's not the right they because they're very careful and thoughtful it's more like i'm going to continue to try different things and experiment with my sounds even though i've been making music for 25 years and i applaud that so like that this album feels like it still feels like a boris album you know it's not like it doesn't, and that's important, but like it's it's more mellow. It's it's the like the darkness of it is more subdued as opposed to it being just like real complicated, grimy, buzzy, fucked up soundscapes that are like don't belong in anyone's head except for maybe in like a real fucked up horror film, you know? Like this this is a, a really well done album. I enjoyed this album a lot. So What are you giving it? I'm gonna give it four what is that? Uh that Come original, down, so that's come, what, original. Yeah. Come, come original. Come original. Yeah. Have you guys not figured this out yet? I, 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 <laughs> for some reason, I get down and come original thrown off. Beautiful disaster to me sometimes feels like it should be somewhere else. I, I don't know. Because it has the word beautiful. Yeah. I, I think that's <laughs> where I, think I did it last time where I, I, I thought that was the four slot. And it's like, oh, no, that's, that's the do slot. No, because it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's the beautiful. I like, it's a, I like that's why it's a fires, two. dude. Uh, you're giving it four. I'm giving it four. I'm I'm coming original. I, I oh, come original. that you are. Yeah, that's that, that's where I sit too. Actually, yeah, that's a good album. That's yeah, that's, that's good. How, how about that? We we did a good album. I'm we glad we didn't just shit on this one. <laughs> Maybe it's because we have the whole month. You know, being able to pick a good one at the end of the month is like. Oh, there's a there's an option here. Whereas sometimes we get a week and it'd be like, yeah, oh, man. we're gonna we're obviously gonna have to talk about William Shatner or something. <laughs> I was just gonna say, but the Shatner one was just beautiful, though. It was a beautiful star, disaster when, when the stars align on garbage, and you're still just like, this is amazing, <laughs> but it's I, still garbage. I think we even talked about William Shatner over uh, a better release of the week because it was amazing. Like I, <laughs> I might be wrong about that, but I think the week that he dropped, there was other things where we very easily could have picked that and didn't. William Shatner <laughs> is what Kiefer Sutherland wishes he could do. All I'm saying is William Shatner to me is what I was describing at the beginning of the segment. William Shatner is like a dumpster fire, but also has this like, it's like he's so serious in taking himself so seriously. It's perfect. Kiefer Sutherland could do that. When has his music, William Shatner's, not been entertaining? When? Tell me when. Oh, that guy has been. Has. It, let's say like what, 60s? 60s, since 70s? He started doing it, like doing that, like straight up more spoken word style where he's, it's way more Com- spoken. Complete insanity. 
Yeah. Like that from the sixties, right? Well, 60s dude, that whole Star Wars hysterical. thing is just absolutely insane. Like when Leonard Nimoy did his fucking Spock album. I like, there, love there's that Leonard song. Nimoy's albums. <laughs> the so I did logical. not even know. Of course, Leonard Nimoy has albums. I yeah. they're amazing. Know, his voice is amazing. It's like yeah, butter. He does have a really good voice. I will definitely agree with that one. What what were what was your point? You were saying something. Oh, I got oh. nothing. I, <laughs> just, the, they, the, well, that era in which they like if you were like in a show then somehow you were going to make an album is hilarious well, but also very much like foreboding like actors and everybody like also now i'm a musician now because i had all this money and well, well and we had to promote the show and that that was actually a decent way to do that back then too, because yep. you know you didn't have the internet. Because so then you, you could get, you know, you could do a short tour, round and you know, yeah. between seasons or whatever. Fucking nobody's doing anything, so they're going to see it. I'm trying. This thing says that William Shatner. Yeah. Okay. William Shatner's first album was 1968, uh, and that he's been actively working as an actor since 1951 that's insane dude obviously william shatner is going to win the that fight between Kiefer sutherland like that's oh of course of course yeah but i mean but that he could produce this album in this way and it's still childish and like the like you'd think it'd be more sophisticated in a way but like part of what makes this chatty boy so interesting is that it's so honestly childish that it's like I murdered my wife or whatever for like eight tracks, you know. Like, I don't know. It's, it's fun stuff, dude. It's fun stuff. I don't I, cry I, over spilt milk, boys. <laughs> I, I think when we uh, what we what we should do to figure out Kiefer's problem, we need to compare Kiefer to someone more in his league, like a like a Bruce Willis and and Steven Seagal. Oh man, you know, because both those guys do like cheesy barroom guitar yeah, music Bruce also doing his harmonica Bruce and shit. plays harmonica oh my god plays blues I, harmonica yes he does I, I don't think bruce takes it very seriously no i think like, steven seagal might the guy strikes me like he would like bruce willis has a song with five million listens Bruce Willis had an alter ego at one point in the 80s, a, a singer-songwriter, uh, superstar, like rock and roll alter ego. I can't remember the name. Uh, you're you're on his wiki. You can probably look it up if you look up his music. But that's that's a real thing. Oh, my God. Bruce Willis can sing, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, things I'm finding out on a music podcast one at a time. Where the fuck is his song? Uh... Bruno, the return of Bruno. That's what we're looking for. He goes by the name Bruno. You're not supposed to talk about Bruno, right? He's got two. He's got two albums on Spotify from the '80s, '87 and '89, which would have been like the Die Hard days, dude. He was like, "I'm yeah. doing Die Hard in the meantime. Here's some fucking pop albums, like what, Bruce, <laughs> Brucey boy. Y'all like Die Hard? <laughs> well, Bruce, I'm about to drop some fucking cash on y'all." That is goofy, dude. I'm gonna uh, have to go listen to those albums now. Unfortunately, yeah, do it. There, there it is. That's or how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna. Oh, uh, we're. That's not how we're gonna end this. We're gonna end this with something uncomfortable, because the outros are usually like this. They're usually like, yeah, yeah, that, that, blah, blah, blah. We're ending the show. Merchandise website. 
Twitter. Twitter's cool. Twitter's fine. And then I'd say something like, check us out on Spotify. But um, there's been some like issues with that. <laughs> it's like, you should still check us out on Spotify if you got Spotify. Because I don't, I mean, like, I don't know. Theoretically, it makes us some money still. Um, it doesn't. It's like point zero 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 pennies ever. You, I don't think. I, I doubt any of our episodes have actually hit the number to even make any percentages of a penny. But the the like maybe they gave, they gave a lot of money to Joe Rogan and maybe Joe Rogan, oh, you know, has a uh, pod. They, they, maybe the podcast on Spotify, the, the, he, he says some things, he says some things. Um, and, uh, it prompted people to remove their music from Spotify. Mostly like, uh, Joni Com- Mitchell, mostly commies, Neil, 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 Neil Young. Yeah. Commies. Uh, so I I don't know, you know, just look us up wherever you <laughs> stream podcasts. <laughs> yeah. We're on them. We're on most of them. Um, <coughs> Spotify sucks. Spotify. Yeah, we should just start sucked. talking about ayahuasca and vaccines too. Maybe. I mean, maybe we maybe if we got like the shittiest guest out there. You know, maybe if one of us was like a washed up 90s comedian slash MMA fighter. <laughs> Remember when he did uh, Fear Factor? I do. I do. Shit was funny. He's the worst. I Joe Rogan is such and the way he, like he's just such a macho man. Like he's like, like he's like a stereotype of like an 80s jockey like toxic masculine idiot and and he just and he says all this crazy stuff while like he got hit that 110 he has that 110 million dollar uh spotify thing and he says this shit like getting he always is talking about getting canceled i love these people who have like 11 million podcast listeners like dude you get more listens than than fucking the new york times does brother you're not canceled uh you're a larger (laughs) voice than most people you idiot like he just but i mean his i know people people that straight up don't like hate Joe Rogan and will still listen to his podcast because it's relevant to the times as far as like what idiots are going to be talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so that's, I, that's crazy. I mean, maybe not now, but like maybe like a year ago, maybe two or three years ago, that was like a thing like, oh, yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast hey, is kind of a jack off. But I listen to it every now and then because I want to know like what the fucking jack offs talking about. God, yeah, I yeah, I've just heard it. so many. I've just heard so many segments where he's like talking to like Ben Shapiro or Alex Jones or something, and like taking them incredibly seriously. And like yeah. one of the segments he had but with Ben like Shapiro fighting. was talking about how homeless people in L.A. are pieces of shit, and it's their fault. And like, get off my lawn, you crackheads! And it's just like, ew, gross. Like these millionaires talking about homeless people in their backyards is just like not the take I need in my life. But like, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan generally has takes that are like, eek. <laughs> Eek! So bad, dude. They get progressively worse as the years go on. Well, as his he platform's just... grown and he has more of an audience, I do feel that it's gotten progressively worse. I do miss the days when it was just some fucking, as you say, washed up MMA fighter talking about how much he enjoys ayahuasca and how much it's opened up his eyes, you know, and all this other, and then just goes into fucking whatever stupid ass rants that he does. 
But at least then oh. it wasn't about peddling other fucking bullshit nonsense that he's doing. Have you guys or, seen the YouTube video Bro Jogan? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> I, I have to... Uh, my thing is, is... What else? Where where am I supposed to get my music? <laughs> yeah. I know it all. sucks. I don't want Apple Music. I don't. I don't have like like Apple's kind of a pain in my ass, especially because I've used them on and off for so many years that like my Apple account is weird. I just don't want to deal with them. I don't want to use Amazon. Fuck! I don't even know what's on Amazon. Is it good? Or Does it have a selection? Amazon, shit. Fucking! Uh, I don't. I don't want to use YouTube. Really, I guess YouTube. I probably should. That's the probably the only other really alternative, unless like Pandora or some shit. Well, <laughs> I know I'm not gonna do Pandora. Pandora, Pandora doesn't even you let you the, like you go to albums. songs. No, yeah. I know, right. and they have a terrible selection. It's I heard. It, I'm surprised it still exists. Like the one that pays the best to the artist is Napster, but I just had the hardest time thinking that Napster has all the stuff I want. I. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I can't. What? Like I thought that company died. What do you well, mean they they're still legit, around? Like, like I remember at some point in their early aughts or something, they, like they had a whole image flip. Yeah, where well, it was and supposed I think, to be like paid like things and all this. I think you have to like. I think they have they have streaming services, but you also have to pay for albums. Hmm. Like no, <laughs> like no, no. That's not That's what I what want. Monthly fee is for is it not? Uh, something God, could what? happen in the ter- in the world of Spotify though. They lost twenty five percent stock valuation in like a yeah, but couple of I days. feel Spotify is trying to sur- <laughs> I think they're trying to cement themselves into podcasts. Um, if you think about it, guess what's going to make them more money? Well, it's so here's podcasts the other because they don't have to pay out as much to fucking artists as they do with the music side of things. So it would make financial sense. To start rolling your books more onto the podcast side of things, which, if they have Joe Rogan with as many listeners as he has, is kind of a big fucking item in your portfolio if you're investing in that kind of route. So right, right. But if you, I mean, Foo Fighters are talking about pulling their yeah, catalog, no, I just and I guarantee you, if Foo Fighter pulls them. their fucking catalog, it that shit is on, dude. I know we uh-huh. all have our our different feelings about Groly Boy, but if no, Groly no, Boy pulls this his was fucking all up music, until I think they mentioned it because like. I, there's people that were instantly talking about when Joni Mitchell and Neil Young were like bouncing. Like I legitimately heard people say, "Like, who are they, anyways?" And you're like, "Right." <laughs> once it's not boomer once- music, so once you're so we're getting into like Generation X is starting mm-hmm. to pull stuff, you know. Then it's going to be a, a little. But a lot of these people don't have control to pull their shit anyway. Nope. Uh, I don't think Foo Fighters can actually get some of their albums off of there. It just it's not. Uh, I- yeah, it's not probably going to happen. I also like. I don't think Joe Rogan should be taken off. I just don't think they should have given him. I don't think they should have paid that much money to have him because it's fucked up. It's mm-hmm. like they literally took money from the people that have been fuck the artists that have been funding this for so long and getting ripped off with not even pennies. You know, we're talking dust. Mm-hmm. Here's your speck of dust. There you go. <laughs> have fun. Thanks for the product. You fuck. You stupid fuck. And then, you know, they just handed it right over to goddamn Joe take horse dewormer fucking Brogan. And uh, I just, I, Brogan, Brogan, fucking, I don't, 
get how how this is how how it wasn't like immediately then and it was like everybody's waiting for the dis- disinformation like yeah he's talking he's a fucking crazy person he talks mm-hmm. disinformation all the time you knew that was going to happen when they but like you knew that shit was happening yeah. but that's not i spotify i could go listen to screwdriver i could go i listened to all of burzum you know what i mean like guy's literally a fucking terrorist nazi murderer not a Nazi murderer, Nazi, comma, murderer. Fucking, <clears throat> there. That's, that's not the problem for me. The problem isn't that Joe Rogan talks stupid shit. Are you listening to it? No, the people that are listening to it are already misinformed, and they're already oh, they're already that. drank the Kool-Aid, you know? Right, so. Yeah, I, but, I, but, I mean, but I think that there's, there's a missed logic here that, like, they are funding this man to continue to disseminate in during a health pandemic, incredibly damaging mm-hmm. and harmful information to the population, which because of the platform, the very nature of the platform allows more people who haven't gotten to the point where they're drinking the Kool-Aid beginning drinking, drinking the Kool-Aid. Like if he's just Joe yes. Rogan on YouTube, whatever, like it's a, it's more space to be able to spread that information. And the fact that they're not telling this man to fucking do it, like he's their artist. He could have been it's just his little there. dude on YouTube. It's in their terms of services. Like I, uh, I was just reading that there's something that literally states that uh, I think that he is in violation of a few things on many of his episodes, but they just. But refused. he's 110 million dollars, mm-hmm. and they're in the hole. 110 million dollars for this guy. Well, now and then they lost four four billion. Yeah, 25 percent <laughs> of their stock valuation. Yeah, that hurts. That's that's. I mean that. I guess if, it, if this is how it comes about, that's great. That's fine. That's, that's yeah. how it comes about. I just I don't care if Joe Rogan goes around talking dumb shit. I think he's going to have a platform somewhere, no matter oh, yeah. what. He will is my he, thing. He so getting mad Spotify, about that, he's going to find somewhere else. And it's deplatforming just people shit. does, in fact, decrease listenership. Like it does decrease people's access to it. People are lazy. It's not on Spotify. You were just we were just talking about it. If I'm not on Spotify, I can't get Foo Fighters, whatever. If I'm not on Spotify, I can't get XYZ. That's enough for me not to listen to it. Like, I mean, hey, that's that's also literally what I was saying with what else am I supposed to go listen to? Because half my thing was, am I going to be able to listen to the thing that to X that I listened to on Y, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so sure. I'm saying that, like, people would stop listening like Joe Rogan's going to get the three million fucking maniacs that already listen to him. But what about the seven million not maniacs that listen to him? I'm just saying it would affect his listenership. That's all I'm saying. Sure, 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 sure. And he I actively guess. is like, fuck you guys. I'm tough. I'm anti-cancel culture. I'm anti-telling uh, white people they can't say what white people want to say type of shit, you know? Like, I don't know. I get yeah, it. Yeah, some, some ignorant Nazi shit. I don't want to fucking... Yep. <laughs> some, yeah, fuck some, like, like low-key bigot. Like, not even low-key, just he doesn't want to fucking come out and no, say No, but it's under the skies of fucking white man free shit. speech and freedom. Like, that's what it is. It's the you know, fucking the, pushing of that agenda, the free speech, and... That's the only defense freedom. I got for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally fucking what I'm... Like, I, like, I don't think that Spotify... I mean, I, if they're going to let everybody on there, then they... Because they let us on. They also literally bought the company that uh, distributes us right. right after we started the fucking show, <laughs> which really sucks. Uh, fucking... But, like... Like I, was, I don't think they should censor content necessarily. No, I really don't. I, that's a um, slippery slope in that sense. I just wish they had, that he would be getting paid 
hadn't been, you know, like we don't get, we get pennies to per listen, not even pennies. We get fractions of pennies per listen. Give him that. Fuck that 100 million. He's a rich person. He was on a network television for decades, at least a decade, numerous comedy specials, still working in the MMA field, which is like MMA is huge. You know, if you're paying for, I mean, it's still to me, it comes down to if you're paying a certain amount just to get exclusive rights to something, then you have the very reason to promote that content. So Absolutely. you are promoting no so so yes I'm not you want us, if you the argument is not to censor Joe Rogan if the argument is to say hey uh, we're not going to support this misinformation which is literally killing people actually killing people like it that's the that's the issue is is the Spotify is promoting this man they are saying this guy's good shit listen to this guy and i i mean it sucks that we're in a world where fucking uh corporate corporations make the decision what we see and hear in a well, very real way and have you, have all the say in the marketplace but have like you seen that's the movie the world uh, just look up oh don't look up the uh, new one is it don't look up or just look up whatever with, with, uh, don't look don't look with, up Leonardo Co- okay don't look up yeah, yeah, yeah that's but yeah that's the whole idea on that thing I is just something as Something you know, something we grew up with, like watching videos like Armageddon or things like that, like where or Independence Day, where we fucking as a human species like collect together to fucking save humanity, right? But like in the real world, that's not how that would work. And this movie fucking nails it. Like shit's politicized. Shit is just made into this entire thing where it's like, are you kidding me? It's right there. Like it's in front of you. How do you? you I, I, I still haven't renewed my Netflix because I just oh, haven't. If you yeah, can I've pirate been, it, I would suggest it. I guess. Uh, I read a, a review and like I was about to I was about to look for it to like download it because I was interested, sort of. I, I read a review that said something like, oh, it's like the modern equivalent of Dr. Strangelove. And immediately in my brain was just like, no, it's not. And uh, if it is, I'm just going to put that off for now. I'm not in the mood for that. So I've just kind of like after reading that, they totally that that was like stop me for a moment because I got to be in the headspace. You know what I mean? It's like idiocracy, but serious. So like, yeah, I got to be in the headspace. It's, that. I don't, I don't it's fucking nuts, that. dude. It it I couldn't stop watching it. Like I ended up staying up super late, which sucks. <laughs> but like it was very much like, oh, wow, that was not what like it was a great movie but just scary in that sense that <laughs> yeah you know damn people well shit would go down like that people are stupid and selfish yep yep and stupid selfish people will even make other people stupid and selfish bring so. them down with you man they don't yep. want they don't want to die alone <laughs> so we gotta figure out how to do something about spotify either way <laughs> There's that. Well, yeah. I guess we'll have to figure that out on the next episode. <laughs> Until on the then, next go episode of Dragon go listen Ball to, Z. Go listen to all of my stuff with my music and stuff. Yeah, I'm not a circus pig and stuff, and and our podcast here. Go go do that. Go to go to uh, trashpitcity.com. I swear, I'm gonna do some new stuff soon. I'm gonna start updating stuff. I swear, soon. I'm gonna try. Uh, and I, I you can listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> 
goddamn. Apple, you know, Apple, Apple Music has all this stuff. De- I think Deezer is a thing. I don't know. Fucking, I got shit all over the place. I think all I think our podcast is on a lot of stuff, and I think most of my music is on like twenty different platforms or some shit. So, all right, let's get out of here, boys. Fuck this, stupid. Bye. Bye. Deuces.